0: You know, we all may appear very different, but underneath it, we all want the same thing. We want that moment of quiet and peace. So the first thing you want to do is give yourself a plus for being yourself. And yes, you can be happy and joyful without any reason.
1: This is the Healthy, Wealthy and Wise Guys show with Matt and Dr. Iggy, helping you achieve peak health and financial freedom so that you can live a long, vibrant life on your own terms. And now, here are your hosts, Matt and Dr. Iggy. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Healthy, Wealthy, Wise Guys show. My name is Matt and I am here with my co-host, the Dr. Iggy. How are you, doctor? I am doing pretty well. How are you? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. Um, I, uh, you know, I had some had. Uh, I think we said we were going to talk about it in the in the pre when we were doing pre roll, uh, talking about a few things. We got hammered by a crack a lackey storm the other day last night, um, which was like the remnants of um, I think it was Hurricane Ida. Is that what it was? Yes. Yes. Ida. Hurricane Ida. Uh, I, Ida. Ida steamrolled us, man. Um, and we got tons of rain. My neighbors texted me at nine 30 at night last night being like, Hey man, do you, um, have a pump? Cause we've got four inches of water in our basement and we're not sure what to do. Cause there's some pumps failed. Um, and we took water, uh, power went in and out and power going in and out when you've got a seven year old and a four year old is, <laughs> is, is a journey in itself because you're scared. And then the flashlights become toys And you know, you and me and Liz are freaking out a little bit too because you're both like, ah, we're a little scared, but who knows? Don't play with the flashlight. Don't play with the flashlight. It's not a (laughs) toy. Don't play with the flashlight. You know, we we might run out. So, anyway, it it was a interesting, you know, interesting, uh, interesting evening. How about you? I heard you got hammered too with with rain and all that mess, huh?
2: Yeah. Well, um, I was looking outside and I'm like, it's raining. But usually when it's raining that hard, I hear it in my roof and I didn't have earbuds in. I had nothing in. And I was like, that's a lot of water. And I didn't have my glasses on. And we have a pool in the backyard, a little pool. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, it looks a little darker than usual. (laughs) And I opened the door and instantly I got soaked. My dog, I should have known better. My dog is by my side the whole time. (laughs) And and
1: animals know, man. Animals like, man, Mother Niche pissed off, buddy. You better get inside.
2: And I go a little closer, then I grab my glasses, and I'm like, oh crap, and that's what it was. The, the water from the grass was going right into the pool. It broke through the drain, it broke through all the boundaries. So then the genius I am, I'm like, I can fix this. Oh, and I went out there, and I went to the French drain. I can't see it, because it's like, it's at least two to three feet under in water but obviously it's clogged somewhere. I forget where the, the drain cap is. I go and then finally I'm walking all around there. I'm picking up rocks with my feet like I was clamming with my feet, trying to oh, get the clamps. And then I, I stepped on a lot of spiky things because I was barefoot because you got to feel it. Right. I feel that stuff. Could have put on socks, it would have been smart. And then I finally found it and I decide like a genius, there's two feet of water or three feet of water, that it, and it's a mess. I mean, it's all the way around the the property, and that's where it's supposed to drain to. And I see the the river coming from my neighbor's house going right into it, oh, and I'm no. like, I got to pick it up. I got to clean this thing. So I pick it up. And this is a
1: pouring rain. It's like literally pouring. a oh, driving rain. rainstorm, and you're now yes. you're outside and all this, right? Yes. Yeah.
2: And and there's lightning and thunder and all these messing other stuff. with electricity. I should too, not be right? in water. Yeah. There's electrolytes in that water from the sol- so. I am a charged particle, and I go in there and I I start cleaning out the inside of a little tiny drain pan. It's no the the actual exit must be maybe it, it tops an inch in diameter, and I decide like a genius to put my fingers in there to grab all the crap oh, out. Yeah. It grabs my hand. <laughs> and and I was like, this is not a good idea when I was doing it. I was like, should I get a tool inside? And I'm like, no, no, I'll do it myself. I'm good. And I grab it. Thank God it, was in, it didn't create a full suction, but I grabbed it. And all of a sudden, the, everything started swirling and the water started coming down. And I'm like, oh, I fixed it. I'm good. I saved my hand and everything. Oh, no. So today I'm trying to, I watched on YouTube because you YouTube didn't break my finger. learning
1: thing. You're lucky yeah. that thing didn't break a finger or bend it. It could, that could yeah. have your finger the wrong way while, it was in, while you are in there or something like that. Yeah, yeah.
2: So today I am trying to fix the pool. I've already taken out the filter and cleaned the filter and I've done all these things. <laughs> and I was like, oh, so this is what it's like to own a pool. So now I
1: know.
3: And so I, never- I should
1: tell you guys listening that I've gotten to Dr. Iggy, Dr. Iggy very well. And I've got a, love, a lot of love for Dr. Iggy. Um, And we did a team retreat, which we'll talk about on uh, the next episode. Talk about that because that was some good stuff and some good interesting results came from that uh, team retreat, Iggy, if you know what I'm saying. Um, Yeah. But interesting uh, results. Hint, me and Iggy both got COVID, um, but we'll (laughs) talk about that on the next episode. Hint, hint, right? A little teaser there. But uh, Dr. Iggy at the team retreat, he he, uh, walks out of there with the uh, nickname from all of us of George um because he's such you're so curious and you're willing to just get in and try stuff out there was a point in the weekend where dr Iggy decides that he'd be better off just hosing himself off with a hose out front in the, the house to take a shower he just thought it'd be more fun to do the house came with this super schwanky viking grill with a flat top thing and dr Iggy decides that he just wants to try it out so he cooks himself an egg on it at ten thirty at night on friday when we first got there because he wanted to try out the new toy that we all had right it was um, really, so, really nice. Yeah, I did. It was great. I um, I really have enjoyed your curiosity and your willingness to just figure things out. Because not many folks would say, "I'll just fix this pool myself. I'll just YouTube it," you know. Uh, and that is not about, it's not, about, it's not about. It's not about not wanting to write the check to somebody to fix it. No, it's about just curiosity. I want to know how this thing works. You know, I, I want to learn how my pool works. That sounds like fun, right? Don't we all really want to know how things operate? I mean,
2: so we—it's yes. a time constraint, which we'll talk about on today's episode. What oh, is time? Man, but it—it it is a time thing. But when you just do things, I—I I don't know. It—it it, it opens up your mind, and it—and yes. it, it
1: might be able to help you solve a problem in the future. Well, there's a certain meditation that you get um, from learning how to do things and and just discovering, and it certainly kind of keep those brain muscles working. Um, and developing the cure and, and, you know, kind of scratching that curiosity itch on figuring things out. So I, um, I'll give you that, but most people don't give themselves permission to take the time to go and take their pool apart or, or to, or, and a lot of people like they look at that Viking grill with the cool flat top thing and they're like, man, I bet that'd be fun to cook an egg on that. And then they move on to the next thought. And you, what I love about you is you are willing to take action on your curiosity, which we all have, as you said. Yeah. And people probably you do too. I do too. I do too. That's what I love about you because you were very similar in that way, right? So to you it was no thing to go grab the dozen eggs in the fridge and start making an egg. And I'm sitting here thinking, like, who's gonna eat this at ten thirty? Kevin. And somebody did. Right. Somebody ate it at ten thirty at night. Major ate your egg sandwich, you know? So um well, we'll talk more about how we got COVID from that retreat and what our COVID journey has been and whatnot. But uh do you want to go ahead and get us healthy, man? Yeah, I guess so. I just started yeah, I cracking out. up because I was
2: reliving that event, <laughs> and you telling me that there's too many eggshells in there because I'm cracking the eggs. Yeah, like I'm in Benny Hinn or in and cracking.
1: Well, no, let's well, well, talk about the, the talk, well, you're you were doing Benny Hina because you started trying to spin the egg on the stove <laughs> and you're throwing it up to try and catch it, and then the next day, uh, Iggy's like, I want to make an onion volcano. And <laughs> Never mind the fact we don't have any onions in the house. What does Dr. Iggy do? He goes, he takes himself to the supermarket and goes and buys a large, enormous, like the softball sized Vidalia (laughs) onion, the kind they have in the (laughs) restaurant and takes a softball Vidalia onion and cuts it up and gets a bottle of Tito's vodka. <laughs> and, and makes a legit volcano. Don't try this at home. Yeah, I know. I was sitting here thinking like, oh man, I wonder if we got insurance on this thing. Is he gonna <laughs> blow us up? Is he gonna like drink more vodka than he's gonna put in the thing? or what's he gonna do? So it, it worked, kind of worked. Although I think that that it was work. some. You couldn't really see it. They used yeah. something else. We've got to investigate what they use and and redo that we experiment. Should. If if you guys know what it is, send us a message at, at mattniggy.com on what it is they put in the onion volcano at restaurants. Cause I think it's one of Dr. Iggy's life goals is to build a true onion volcano and that, which he tried to do, but it kind of just it what it did is it lit the entire flat top on fire. <laughs> like it because it didn't contain it within the onion. The whole thing lit on fire. And so he's smacking it with the with the with the uh, spatula trying to not even fire. smacking it. I'm just leaving it on it. And yeah, it goes no, on right. my arm almost. <laughs> That's so good. Good talks. Making splashes of vodka—that's lighting everything else on fire around it and everything like yeah. that. It's great. Anyway, all right. Speaking of so fire, we'll do speak- the health tip. Besides yeah. Speaking of us fire, us- get us healthy. Go for all right, it. All right. Let's get. Let's do
2: this. So we're going to talk about today on meditation and all sorts of ways to open up our mind. And another thing that I recently found, and this is another YouTube thing. <clears throat> And I was looking for because I've I'm always trying to do another kind of meditation because I just want to see what works for certain people so that I have a tool for not only myself but others. And another one was these. It's called the vagus nerve. Matt, you're probably familiar with it.
1: It's mm-hmm. it it can. that the one that makes me want to fly to Vegas and gamble? Is that the I, Is that the it's nerve? Kind yeah. of, but not okay. really. No. Okay. Yeah.
2: So. The vagus nerve, it's I if I remember correctly, it's cranial nerve number ten. And what it does is it it's called vagus because when they they um when they researched it, they saw that it was wandering all throughout the body. It's called the wanderer. And I mm-hmm. think if you break it down, the Latin or the Greek or whatever it came from, probably Latin, that it means wanderer. Mm-hmm. And because it's a wandering nerve, and it goes through your heart, your lung, like all s- sorts of areas, and it it really, when you activate that or deactivate it, it can really play um, either good or bad depending on what you want on your parasympathetic, uh, parasympathetic nervous system. Hmm. So it can relax you. And that's what I'm trying to get at. And so there's actual exercises that you can trigger. it. So when I go into the cold, like I dip my head in, into the ice bath, I'm triggering a sympathetic response that turns into a parasympathetic or relaxed state. And because you're playing with this mammalian dive reflex that's related to this uh, cranial nerve number 10, or I'm getting too
1: deep, aren't I? No, yeah. I, I, you okay. always go yeah. deep, but and, I love it. So I the, love it. It, it, it,
2: it. Anyways, you're playing with this vagus nerve. So why not trigger it directly? And I did not know that there were exercises you can do to trigger it directly. Mm. So there's... Easier, extra, not easier, but, and it's called the polyvagal theory. You guys can look it up on YouTube. The one that I found was Suki Baxter, uh, S U K I E, and then space Baxter. And I found her to be, and she does a much better job than I am on explaining this stuff and also doing these exercises. But I tried these exercises, and I'm like, this isn't gonna work because one of them is you're basically just holding your head. So I'm taking my right arm. You can try this, Matt, and and holding my head to the right with my so right watching arm. Watching on, uh, be sure you watch yeah. this on YouTube. And now or look, on that video. now look to the left, uh-huh. and just stay there. We're just gonna, I mean, we already meditated, so just stay there for 30 seconds and just keep that your eyes all the way up to the left. And we'll just hold this for 30 seconds. I know this episode's a lot about meditation, but this is kind of really cool. And some people, 30 seconds is the minimum. I get triggered in about 15 seconds. You may be yawning. You may feel tired. You you may feel very relaxed or you may feel nothing. And then you have to hold it longer. So, so let's just, just for the audience, My
1: my, our hands are on our head and we're kind of like pulling our head over to kind of almost where your head pretty much touches your shoulder. And you look up to the right, you kind of look like you're just pulling your head over. Yeah. I, I feel,
2: I felt like peaceful. Calmer. Then. Yeah. yeah. And even though we were talking, you feel a little calmer.
1: With the it- tools I've got, I've gotten many tools from you. And and today's guest is of no, I mean, he is the king of bringing you into the moment and in a very quick, in a very quick fashion, Um, you know, teaser, but uh You've given me a few tools and breathing exercises, and you know thought exercises or whatever to either bring energy up or to bring energy where you want it to be in a specific moment. So if I need to be high energy, or if I need to be present, or if I need to be whatever it is, how can I do this thing for thirty seconds to bring myself in? Um, yes. And I uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, that's good stuff.
2: Yeah. So that was that was basically it. Yeah,
1: cool. So- so, great health tip, man. Thank you. And yeah. meditation is just a great tool for the brain. We'll, we'll talk more about that in today's episode. Um, thank you, Dr. Iggy, for getting us healthy. Here is my wealth tip, guys. A little off the beaten path here. Ties into today's episode as well. One. He's really excited for this am. I am. I am. And I'm, excited. And today, I'm actually more excited. Here yeah. is the wealth tip, guys. <laughs> gratitude. Right? It's Gratitude that's it if this is I'm not telling you hey guys here's the stock tip to bring you wealthy whether or not you should buy bitcoin which we got to do an episode on because dr Iggy and I have different opinions on that right um but yes, uh but it just I, I'm not going to give you any type of specific do this and it will achieve your wealth I'm going to give you gratitude right gratitude in itself is the best tool to wealth because it is about looking at the wealth that you have now looking at what you have now and being grateful for it you will never achieve more wealth if you're not grateful for what you got in your pocket now and I don't care if you got two dollars and 25 cents in your pocket or if you got two million dollars and 25 cents in your pocket if you are not grateful for what you have created and what you have built what you have done for yourself in today, you will not get any more of that tomorrow because gratitude is what attracts more of what you are grateful for to you. So if you are grateful for the dollars, for the prosperity, for the apartment buildings, for the whatever it is you got, if you are very grateful and feel it as your own and feel as if it's your, it's it's you possess it and you you have earned it and it's belonged to and it belongs to you and you are aligned with it, you will get more of it, right? That's it, guys. Gratitude is the key to success. And if you spend the more time, I think you spend in gratitude for what you have, the more you're going to get. And a lot of people talk about, well, I want to focus on what I'm going to get or how I'm going to get to be like that guy down the street or that gal down the street from me, nor how I'm going to build up something that I don't have now. That's not, it's maybe in seeing it sitting in your hand already, as our guest will talk about. Maybe that's a tool, but more likely you're going to get where you want if you think about what you've built already. There's a great book called The Gap and the Gain, meaning like I'm looking at where I've gained up till now in my life. And if I'm grateful for the building that I've done in my life, and unless you were born yesterday, literally, you have achieved some sex success already in your life. If you're grateful for that and grateful for your wealth and grateful for the money you've built up till today, that is how you will create more of it for tomorrow. Many, many people. Look at where they're sitting now and look at where they want to go and make that gap the focus, right? The gap of where they are now versus the gap to where they want to go. Not so much, guys. That's not going to get you where you want to go. What's going to get you where you want to go is to focus on the gain, where you were last year and look at where you were now. Be grateful for that gain. It's a book by Dan Sullivan. It's a short little book. He's the founder of the Strategic Coach Program, which I've participated in. Um, It's a great book, The Gap and the Gain. And... Spend 10 minutes today. here's my homework for you guys. spend minutes 10 minutes today. just sitting and thinking of things that you're grateful for, either in your finances or in your life or in your business or in your whatever your space is. Spend 10 minutes being grateful. Um, and uh, maybe do that on a daily basis, and you'll find that you'll be at more peace. And it'll also maybe think of more tools on how you got to that uh, success that you're at now. And it'll also attract, because David and I both believe in the magnetism of life that you're going to attract, like attracts like. And so you're going to get more of it if you are grateful for it. So there you go, Dr. Iggy. That is my my wealth tip today. And it is very in line with our guest. Oh my God, It, it, it just started on up. We yeah, man,
2: right into it.
1: show so was perfect. Well, what I will tell you guys is that I'm going to caution you on a few things. This this next guest was phenomenal, very very different, and I think the interview went different than than Dr. Regina thought that it was, but it was absolutely that it should, that it was going to go, but it was actually perfect. I mean, uh, Chander is a very successful syndicator. He's a very successful business person. Um, but we didn't get into much of that. I mean, a lot of today's conversation was really about mindset and about how to attract the life that you want and, and about what life's really all about the keys to happiness and all those things. So it's a very deep episode. Um, we go there uh, on the deep side. I recommend there's a meditation in the exercise in the episode. I recommend you guys participate in it with us and try and, driving. Don't drive. Yeah, do not drive. Or um, fall try and go through the journey of acting as if Chander is speaking to you, not just me and Iggy transpose yourself into our seats in this interview, uh, is the best advice I could give you. So don't hear Matt and Iggy talking to Chander, hear Chander talking to you. And I found to be an absolutely transfer transformational, uh, conversation. Dr. Iggy, any thoughts, any, any ways to segue? No, or? That,
2: that's, I think this, you everyone needs to listen to this whether you have some reservations about meditation or opening yourself up this is a really really important episode this is this is how you create health and wealth this yeah. is how this is how you can combine the two this is this is something that both Matt and I are going to incorporate we're you know we're going to say this you guys are enough matt yes. you're enough i know i'm enough
1: so yeah. It's, it's one of those things. It, it just listen to the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. So let's go ahead and bring him in. Chander Misra. Welcome to the show, man. Great to have you here today. Such a pleasure. Yeah. We had the best chat in, in the, uh, I call it like the green room or whatever it is before you call it, whatever it's <laughs> called in a podcast, Before you start airing, I guess that was a green room back where we're on the Johnny Carson show or whatever it is. Um, But before this, uh, before we started recording, we had the best chat, man. It got me so excited for this interview today um, and that. So let's get going, man. Can you take like a, just like a a couple, you know, minute or so and just introduce yourself to our audience for those that don't already know you?
0: Yeah. So uh, I'm Chandra Mishra. Uh, I am uh, an anesthesiologist and... uh, I still practice full-time. I manage a big department of about 10 physicians and about 30 uh, nurse anesthetists in, in a tertiary care hospital. We do everything uh, from cardiac to valve replacements to transplants to except doing kids and uh, uh, women health kind of situation. And it's it's kind of uh, amazing. I'm a father um, and I'm a husband uh, two kids, 13 and 15, two boys, and they seem like the 90 and 100-year-olds. I'm always learning from them. Every day they're teaching up yeah. things. And yeah. uh, my wife, uh, you know, she has been, uh, we've been married close to now 25 years. And uh, that's, she's a business coach. And uh, she was the first one to get started in um, property management and uh, uh, was my inspiration to kind of take this to the next step. Excellent. I mean, that's super,
2: super exciting. I didn't, I, I didn't know that. I didn't know your wife was involved. Uh, that's yeah. fantastic. And and I also didn't know you had two sons because I only get to briefly meet you uh, (laughs) on these meetups. I mean, he is on every single meetup I'm on. If I don't see him, I'm I'm on the wrong meetup. I
1: I sometimes log in and he's not there. there. The meetup must not have started yet because he's not here.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's usually in scrubs. He's in the hospital. It's it's incredible. You're you're an
1: incredible human being.
0: I appreciate that.
1: I was going to comment about, you know, how many men that are successful would say that their wife is their inspiration. And I would certainly say that. Um, and that's it. If you could highlight that a little bit more, um, I know that's not a direction we we're going to go here, but if you don't mind, it just really jumped out at me. Um, in that cause it sounds like she was the impetus of getting into real estate and, and maybe there's more you want to add to that. So just tell us more about what that, what you mean by that.
0: So I, I think, uh, I would just elaborate a little bit, you know, real estate and women, you know, so women, women in general are uh, kind of like the key to the family. And whether it is your mother, whether it is your wife or daughter or anybody, that's, that's the glue. Yeah. And we kind of run on that energy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so true. So that's my framework of it. So as, as kids, like, um, Uh, my mom kind of taught us to kind of invest. We invested in lands, different lands growing up in India. And we sold those lands in different uh, times and developed those lands in different phases of our life to pay for our medical college, to pay for our sister's wedding and grow up like that. And to finally, when my dad retired, we um, built like a 35 unit uh, kind of like a student housing in India, primarily in student and uh, single professional housing kind of situation to kind of support his retirement. In which the funny part is that he told me one time, and I never thought I would hear this from him. He said, it's like, don't send me any more money because I don't know what to do with the money I have. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and that's kind of like, uh, in, in like my mom, Uh, she would kind of from the beginning always have this next lot, next area. So we'll go, we score the areas, we'll figure out where the growth is, where we need to buy a land and kind of put a boundary wall and leave it. So that, that's, that was my startup education in, in real estate. And so when I came here, Uh, My wife did her MBA uh, in total quality management. And we were talking about Storm and Lafayette. So Lafayette was the first city I came to in the United States.
1: (laughs) Lafayette, Louisiana. Lafayette, Louisiana. You just got hit by a hurricane uh, a couple couple days ago, but yeah.
0: Yeah, so that was was the first city I was in. And uh, she uh, had finished her MBA and she was working for Office Depot at that time. Later on, she went to work uh, as a financial analyst and transitioned into uh, this real estate company. And uh, as I finished my residency at Tufts in Boston, and that's why I thought, you know, I said, this is something which is working and we have some knowledge base here now because I wanted to learn uh, how this all grows. And so I did some, I don't know if any of you remember Carlton Sheets. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) He used to come at, uh, you know, these shows and they used to show him on the boats and stuff. So I bought my first house using his system with 500 bucks.
1: He was like a late oh, night wow. TV guy, right?
3: Like, he was the late him? night TV yeah. guy. Two o'clock in the morning, Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I
0: literally used his system to buy my first home while I was still in my residency with $500 in my bank. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so that was my start of the real estate uh, journey. And and of course, my wife was kind of, uh, she has always been very supportive. We have a ritual. We all wake up early morning, like 5 a.m. And uh, between 4.30 and 5. And that's the time we chat before the kids wake up. And I mm-hmm. leave at 5.30, 6 o'clock. So it's it's kind of like that that ritual and that support of somebody always being there is kind of the key and like today morning, before I got on this call, she was going to. She's on Chamber of mm-hmm.
3: and,
0: Uh She's on board of directors, so she was going for a meeting there. And and we were we were kind of talking about, hey, you can go and tour this property while I go and tour this one, <laughs> <laughs> uh, because there's so many properties in the market. I can't tour all of them. So I said, you know, he, I would need your help touring these, these, these. You know, the offers that you so those kind of things like. There's, there's this subtlety, you know, that dance which develops and kind of it's a blessing to have a partner like that where you can chat about it. And, mm. and since so I'm glad she's not a physician because, you know, you have another person looking just totally out in the community, uh, integrating with the community and helping community and has a very different mindset uh, to help grow for the world. So I think that's, that's one of the bigger part of this.
2: Yeah. So can we go back to, you know, you being the amazing physician that you are and what was the reason you became, I I mean, I'm sure you're asked this maybe not so often on a podcast, but what was the, the reason you became a physician or a doctor and then an anesthesiologist?
0: Well, that's I don't know if you want to go down that rabbit hole, but that's a bigger hole. But hey, anyway,
1: the it. question. So <laughs> let's do it, man. We're down it now. Let's go. So uh, I wanted to be a monk. Okay. Really? Yeah. My
0: whole desire in this life is to be enlightened. So what happened was in 10th grade, I I learned Sanskrit growing up in India. And my whole game was, I told my dad was like after 12th grade you know, I really don't want to go through a normal route and I want to learn Sanskrit and become a monk. And, uh, and he was kind of shocked and surprised by my thought process. But at the same time, uh, we had this conversation and I really fell, uh, very ill, uh, between 10th and 11th grade. And I had fever for more than a year, a month and a half. Oh, wow. These physicians who were taking care of me and they were so dedicated that they became an inspiration for me uh, growing up. So that, you know, this is so important and so crucial. So they somehow got me out of that situation. And that became an inspiration for me to kind of strive for medical school. And the funniest part was that I didn't even know how to fill out a form to apply apply for medical school. (laughs) (laughs) I just knew that I have to become a doctor. And that's kind of like one of those things that once you set your mind, you know, the universe will kind of open up, uh, uh, you know, the avenues and the opportunities and
1: it, it all kind of flew from there. That's uh, that's so amazing. I love that. Uh, so it, you said that it flew, right. And and I want to get back to the monk thing. Cause I can't wait to get to, to that. Cause that's, that's really cool. But I want to just expand a bit on the doctor on the doctor front and, um, and then we can talk about you almost becoming a monk. Um, the uh, so you said it flew from there. Um, you went to medical school in India, and then and in the, India, yeah. Okay. I became
0: a specialist in anesthesia. Yeah, why did you come to the US? And that so another thing was that uh, when when we got married, my wife was from US. Oh, okay, I uh. even thought about uh, you know like that was not my original plan. That's something which kind of happened along with
1: life. Being a doctor wasn't your original plan either, right? You want to be this guy, grew Uh, up in India, want to be a monk. You want to go to the monastery up on the hill, right? Yeah. And here you are moving to Louisiana, right? And and buying apartment buildings and all that kind of thing, right? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) So it's the life. It's the life as it shows up. The life is, right? Uh, That's really great. Um, so, so your wife brought you to America, um, mm-hmm. and that, and, uh, and, and so, yeah, keep, uh, keep going from there. So you, now, now you're in in the U S you're an anesthesiologist, um, yeah. and that, and, uh, and you, and you carry forward, your wife is kind of what inspired you to get into the real estate practice and and things like that. So, uh, so then at some point you got bit by a real estate bug, right? Uh, was that yeah. because was, that was, was your wife, the real estate bug that bit you or did you get? Did, did she inspire you to go get and, uh, and get inspired on your own on it?
0: So it's, it's kind of very interesting. It's really not a, you know, like people see it as separate, you know, like something different. But to me, it seemed like the real estate bug was already part of me from the mm. top and real estate was something you always did along with whatever you did. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it was just part of your life. It's just it was, part of your life. Real estate is how you make your like uh, lifelong wealth. Whether you own land, whether you own apartments, whether you own anything, but because that's like a secure asset. I never knew about the stock market hmm. because ah. I had no clue that stock market existed uh, till one of my uh, mentors uh, in Boston told me, "Hey, you just start putting fifty dollars each month into this Vanguard mutual fund." to for the rest of your life, and then you can decide what you want to do. But all my life growing up, I only knew that real estate is the only way to create wealth. Mm, That's fascinating.
2: Yeah, that's a wonderful way to grow up. (laughs) Wonderful way to grow up. I wish I knew that. And I wish that was part of my life. So let's talk about and let's get right into it because I, I mean, not only are you at all the meetups, I go to Rod's boot camp, you're there. I go everywhere I go, it seems like you're there. You're a practicing physician, you're you're in charge of all these other physicians and nurse anesthetists, you're doing all these things, and you're doing the real estate stuff. And it, it's just to me, and you're waking up at 5:30 in the morning or earlier. So how how do you go about raising your energy or is it always there? Oh, and by the way, you always have a smile on your face <laughs>
0: or it seems that way. So go for it. So, so okay, I think that's, that's wonderful thing. You talk about energy and raising it or decreasing it or smiling. So the, one of the things which is, is like, if I'll tell you a story about my smile. Okay. And, um, so, one time what happened was I met someone and, and they said, you are not smiling. What happened? And uh, I'm like, you know, I stopped. I said, yeah, you are right. I'm not smiling. What happened? And then I realized someone has told me at a certain point that, um, you know, why are
3: you smiling? And that stopped my smile. Wow. So a lot of the, Way we perceive
0: and receive our reality into our life is more so the framework which is designed and how we look at it. So the energy is not so. Like I was on call last night, you know. So we we kind of worked. Like I went to sleep around two a.m. and I woke up at six, dropped my older one off at uh, school, and um, you know, and so on and so forth. Uh, Had already few calls with the PM company in the morning, talked to a broker. And here I am on this call. So it's kind of like you have to look at your framework. And the framework will give you what you need for you to do what you need to do. And if some reason it's not working, then you kind of just have to relook at that structure which you are doing, which you are using to engage with life.
1: Mm. Can give me a, I, I love where you're going. I want to make sure that that we're that we're you know getting the whole story here, right? So give me an example. When you say like looking at your framework and examining it and make sure it's working and whatever, can you either give us a personal or a hypothetical story about adjusting that framework to make life work in, in for the agenda that you have or for the mission that you have or for the calling that you're moving forward to?
0: So there's there's a lot of story.
1: You know, like I have a story, Matt, you have a story, Mm -hmm. he has a
0: story. And sometimes the story is good and it propels us. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the story is bad and it binds us, you know? Yes. Mm -hmm. So I can tell the same story, which I have, uh, which I have for my life. I grew up in a village, you know, I came up here with, uh, you know, just $400. Life has been great struggle, I had to repeat my residency. I had to redo my fellowship. I have to struggle, uh, you know, being a foreigner trying to get jobs and stuff like that, and and struggle with the, uh, you know, different kind of discriminations and everything else. So that could be my story,
4: mm-hmm.
1: you know, right. And, and 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 this, you mean like that's like the brand that you put upon yourself. And this is I'm I'm Chander, and this is where I come from, and this is what I'm all about. Right. This is what I'm all about. So struggle. I keep, struggle island island. And, and, yeah. and like, you know, <laughs> underdog. Right? Underdog. Yeah. Okay.
0: And then there is, there is something else. But if I take that point of view, I have no access to anything else, Ah, you know, but then if I look at it, that I'm, I'm a divine being having this experience where each portion of it brings me a new possibility. And I step into that possibility. And because I step into that possibility, it opens up huge amount of doors. It's up to me which door I need to walk in and and, and interact with that at that level.
4: Mm. And
0: once I walk out of it, I open another door of possibility. So I have I'm not bogged down by uh, you know past and the framework which brought me here, I am being more future present oriented. Instead of the past, present, orient.
2: Do you ever go to the past? I mean, are there ever... I'm I'm sure because all our minds want, you know, we're, we're created to protect us. So there there must be a moment that you look at the past and you're like, I am that person in the past. Does that happen or no?
0: Yes, yes. So what it is, is like, when you look at your past, There's no harm in looking at the past, but at the same time, use that opportunity to de-energize it. So it's not keeping you there.
4: Mm,
1: That's wonderful. Is there happiness in looking at our past or is there only happiness in looking at future? So the happiness
0: is not there in the past or the future.
1: (laughs) Oh, I I I know where you're going. Okay, keep going. I love it. I love it. I'm so I I, I stepped into that trap right there. Yeah.
4: yeah. I forgot is, about the third one. It is yeah. not it is really not there.
0: It's because both are the constructs. You know? Right. The past is the construct which you have held on to yeah. and the future is
1: a construct. Of what's gonna happen that I'm not sure about. Of what I'm what's, I'm not gonna show yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Of a place that I'm not at yet, right? right. Yes. So, so guys, yeah. so I'm, 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 I'll, I'll tee you up here. Where is happiness? So the happiness is in the present moment. Oh. Hmm. You know? That. So if you are in the present
0: moment, and that's what he was alluding to, is where does the energy come from? The energy comes from this present moment because you are here, you are experiencing, whether things are going good or things are going bad, you are experiencing it in totality. And because you are experiencing it in
3: totality, you're freeing yourself. It no longer has capacity to hold you down. Mm. So being present. So how do you, when you're off the present moment, do you bring
2: yourself back to the present moment? How long does that take? So
0: that's that's a very good question. So it's, it's kind of like any other skill. So uh, one of the... Um, so the, one of the NLP trainers, so one of the things which I did in an early part of my life is I trained, uh, I trained in NLP and became an NLP trainer. Can uh, you just say what NLP is for everyone that doesn't know? It's neuro-linguistic programming. It's understanding the language of brain and basically you perceiving your reality. So when I started learning about that, that opened, I got really confused, honestly, because for a long time, it became a bag of tricks. In till it, you know, like how you simmer the soup in a in a kind of like pot over yes. a period of time, and it always tastes better the next day. I don't yes. know.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I lo- always. I, I love two day old soup, or yeah. one day old soup. It's just it's it's more a, lasagna just, that the next day. Yeah, it's oh, just, it's just yeah. something different. Some food the flavor is great to, the yeah. day, after after a day or two of getting. And I I call it getting happy. Happy. That the food I like has that. to get happy. It has to get to, yeah. it has to merge with the flavors and everything like that. Yeah, yeah. keep going. So
0: it. It, it's like so when you go and learn something, you know, yes. and experience something, you just have to kind of savor it and allow, and allow it to percolate. And then you percolate and then you make it. So I had a meditation teacher and and he used to uh, always kind of remind me and kind of annoy me significantly. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: he, so anytime he will teach me a technique he will say hey but make it your make it your own don't take my information because it's not going to be helpful for you and that confused the heck out of me i'm like what did he mean by that yeah. you know that i make it my own so it's it's just like you know we have salt we have got sugar we have everything And we take that and we add it according to what we want to create. So similarly, all these tools which are there, we learn it. And then it takes some time to kind of make it our own. Coming back to how do we, how do we come back to the present moment? And we all have to kind of create a trigger and outposts. So you create, you can create a trigger of your breath that, Hey, I'm going to just focus on my breath and see where I am. Because body is always in the present moment. Body will never lie to you. So you have got that connection with the body. And the body will always bring you to that moment. So you can look at something outside. You can look at what's happening in the room. You can look at the person you are interacting. Or just simply notice the sensations in your body or your breath. And that will always bring you to the present mind. That will pull you up. Now, I'll tell you another trick. You always need to have few people who are just neutral and senior to your state. And that could be your friend, mentor, anybody who you can give call or text when you get stuck. Because we all are going to get stuck. And when we get stuck, we just call and we realize our stuckness and say, hey, I'm just stuck in this. I do not know. I do not figure out. You always need to have an outpost where you make a phone call and say, hey, let's chat or let's talk or let's text, whatever works for you and pull yourself out of it, whatever it is, and re-own your state.
2: Mm. Now you put up your number on here. Am I supposed to text you when I'm stuck? I'm sure people do.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. It it was one of those networking
1: things, man. (laughs) No, we all do that. (laughs) We all do. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but, well,
1: now how many, it. it's too late now no, how many, many people are you giving that gift to in in uh in, in your life like how many people? how many people come to you for that you know neutralization yes. for that bringing back to the present that's first question and second question who do you go to so uh i go
0: to a couple of so i i have different tools so mm-hmm. i have very regular meditation practice mm-hmm and apart from that, I have got uh, meditation classes, which I take. So on an average, we have about six classes a month. So like at least
3: one class a week. That's nice. And I have a significant degree of meditation practice every day. Hmm. And
0: then I have three or four people I would regularly go to. in, in And they don't have to be like... Um, they don't have to know anything about you, basically. They're just people who are uh, people who are, they don't care about. You know, they have just elevated themselves above it. So I have a few meditation uh, teachers who I will say, hey, I'm stuck with this energy. I can figure out what it is. You know, are they unconscious? I cannot see something which I need to see here. And sometimes we can just assign a color and print. Sometimes we just clear it over time. We figure it out. It's something we are stuck in for many, for many lives. That's what we repeating that pattern. So sometimes the patterns will come up. The patterns will come up. That's that. Uh, and uh, how many people do I become a bad? So people ask me all, all the time. This question is, are you, why do you keep practicing medicine? And, The advantage of practicing medicine is I have more than like hundred to two hundred encounters with different people every day. And every encounter you have, you kind of reset people. Hmm. That is
1: wonderful. Yeah. And that's why we are here. You know, can I because say, I, I want to see I want you to say that again, or I'll even say it for you. like every encounter you have with someone is maybe it's, is it an opportunity or just it's an opportunity to help them reset to, to bring them back to the moment right? It's an opportunity to help them reset. that's incredible. i love I love the way of looking at life that way and looking at a human interaction because a lot of human interactions are agenda driven. Right? Yes, where it's I'm going to have this human interaction because I want this outcome and I'm going to puke my agenda on you and want the outcome that I have, or maybe tell you a story I've told four times today and try and get the same result or the same laugh out of you. That's the result that I want. but um, you know, I, that's agenda driven communications, right? I, I love that your purpose for communication is to help the person you're talking to get back into the moment, right?
0: Is, that, is yes, that, am I paraphrasing? That's what we all are living. See, the biggest gift we can
3: give to anybody and ourselves is to give a hello. Mm-hmm. So when I say hello to someone, I just stop. Mm-hmm. But then that
4: communication.
3: Right. right. And, it, and that
0: communication. Because it, all you want in this whole world, it comes to like, why am I living? Why
3: am I doing all this? Is all you want to do is to be seen. Hmm. This is wonderful. And I like these pauses. It gives me well, time to think and process the information
2: because I'm going to have to re-listen to this. Even my <laughs> voice just listening to you is like my... It feels like I'm matching your energy. And it's like I'm in a peaceful state.
3: And yeah. I love this. You no know.
2: Me. I'll
1: be honest. I, love it. I feel like I'm meditating on this podcast. It's great. I was going to comment... On the pause as well, because I've noticed that that I don't sometimes I sometimes don't have the courage to allow pause in conversation to happen. I get I allow pauses in conversation to make me nervous and I want to fill it in and I want to like, you know, say things or mm. Just, just start babbling or say things like you know, you know, you know, a bunch of times to fill in the gap. But I got that, Chander, is that you have the courage to use a pause in conversation? And as Ziggy just said, you speak intentionally and slowly, and it's and the pause is part of the conversation too. Yes, yes,
0: because yeah. because the communication is already happening whether we talk or not.
3: Yeah. Very, very true. Write that very down.
1: Communication is yeah. not just words; it's just an interaction. Mm-hmm. Love that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I also yeah. wrote that all we want is to be seen. Um, I I wrote that down real quick. I don't know if you can you you want to give any more on that? Uh, that's it's a beautiful yeah.
4: So,
0: phrase. Yeah. So what it is is like people always wonder about the purpose,
3: you know, but if you look at it very deeply, very like. Just at the, just just at like very
0: base level, what's forming the undercurrent of everything. So we all took this body because we want to manifest. And then the programmings were layered on it that hey, if you do this, you'll you'll get more acknowledged, you will get more of this, and this means this. We create started creating meanings, and that meanings went into another layer. And that created more complications and stuff like that.
3: But in all of that, the one basic meaning is I am here and just see me. It's not about the money. It's not about how much passive income
0: we make. It's we'll lose everything at the end of it. We'll lose our health. We'll lose our wealth. We'll lose our family. The final journey, we have to be alone. And, in that alone, what goes with us is our experience and our ability to be and take all that with
3: us. That's That's the ultimate gift we get from this life is basically that experience of totality. And more you get seen, more you are fulfilled. And you don't
0: need an external validation. You don't need a Mercedes car. You don't need like a... Uh, you know uh, jet or whatever it is you know or well,
3: you don't need to be on the moon because on the moon also you cannot be seen and your facade might be seen and that facade need, got validated and you never got validated after
4: all that
1: well i I believe that there's a uh, a bit of wanting to get away from ourselves in this journey of let me buy the bigger house, let me buy the bigger car, let me go to the moon, let me go to, you know, go to space or you know <laughs> buy, buy a ticket to the moon or whatever. And people say, oh, I want to live life to the fullest or whatever. But there's also maybe a bit of a running away from looking ourselves in the mirror and just being in the present moment about just being with ourselves being with that individual and and being comfortable in our own skin i don't know if you agree with that or not but i i see a lot of people that don't like themselves very much wanting to amass things in the physical world that would distract them from the feeling of not being comfortable with who they are yes yes
0: but but here is the thing this is the moment to release from it because yeah. all they think they are is a judgment placed by them upon themselves or somebody else. Yes, which they are not. Hmm. So even if they say that I'm uncomfortable in this body and it's so painful, and I see that in every day because I'm an anesthesiologist and I see so much pain in people's lives. They go after through surgery after surgery thinking that will relieve their pain. And I know on their first surgery that it won't relieve their pain
3: because the pain is coming from somewhere else. Pain is not from that structural element which we are going to correct. So I will usually,
0: if they are, they're in so much pain, I would usually spend more time with them. And I'll usually tell them, hey, this guy, Shinzen Young has got a great meditation called Breakthrough Chronic Pain. And listen to it if you want. It's only $4.99. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and and take, leave them with that because the part is that I just want to create an opening. You know? That's the basic part. I may not be able to take away all their judgments and whatever they've had throughout their lives. But if I can just open a space
3: and i can I can sneak in my hello and recognize them, that's my success. That is very powerful. I, I don't think I've ever seen or heard an anesthesiologist telling
2: a patient about to go to sleep or getting pain medicine. To meditate and guiding them on the way. I mean, it's way less than the copay that they're paying to come
0: in. <laughs> but it takes effort. Yes, yes, yes. Because what it is, is like, you know, inherently, we all are in this drama and our pains are the same. Our sufferings are the same. You know? Mm. And irrespective of religion or anything else, we we all have a similar suffering that we want to be seen,
3: coming back to that. As in when I say seen, I mean to say seen devoid of judgment. Mm. It's uh it's funny. There there are no this isn't even a question, it's
1: just like a comment about how like this, is how the universe delivers this, there are no coincidences kind of journey in life. I don't know if you find this, but If I have one conversation with somebody in my life, I find that that same conversation comes up eight different times in the same day or in the same couple of days. Some would call it synchronicity or something like that. And just an alignment of attracting the same conversation over and over again. So as an example of that, this morning, I was um, doing my morning workout in my basement and I was just literally just happened to come up and it was like, hey, inspiring stories podcast. I clicked on it. And a couple of podcasts, a couple of episodes down was the recording of Jim Carrey delivering the graduations, the um, commencement speech in 2014. I don't know if you ever listened to it, but it's phenomenal. And it's a, everything of what we're talking about today, about living in the moment and about um, how Jim Carrey manifested a lot of success that he had and that he saw himself um you know, as a being going through life with everyone else and saw, realized that he was not just the, you know, the, the meat bag living in life of, of his body. He was everything else that he saw around him and he saw his consciousness to be outside of himself and that a lot of life came from just grat- a lot of his joy in life came from gratitude and living in the moment. So I recommend that listeners check that out. The Jim Carrey 2014 graduation speech, because it was, it was a side of Jim Carrey that you don't normally see. Um, But, uh, but I thought it was phenomenal. I, if I can just get, I I get a few questions here. You talked about meditation. Um, I have tried meditation a few times, but I've always tried mindfulness meditation, which I find that to be just quieting my mind and monitoring my thoughts. Uh, I've, also tried transcendental meditation um can you talk about the difference between the two or just talk about what type of meditation you do if you're doing something different that's fine just let's talk more about meditation and and um and, and your experience with it <laughs> You're getting laughed at. I think. I know. I know. This is total total neophyte. Like I uh, try transcendental or mental mindfulness. I and when I did mindfulness meditation, I was like, this is really hard to just kind of lower my vibrations and just monitor my thoughts and try and quiet my brain, and it's not working. Um, yes, I don't like so this. Yeah. You you have kids, isn't it? I do. I
3: have a seven year old and a four year old. Yeah. So, so the funny part is that. A lot of it comes from people's understanding that mind meditation is an activity. Mm. So we um, let me let me if if you allow me, I can,
0: can uh, I can just take you two minutes and guide you through a very simple
1: state. Oh, this is gonna be great. Okay. Oh man. It's, it's going to be anybody easy. driving your car listening to this. You should not pull you, over. Pull over. Yeah. yeah, just just please don't drive or do anything or make any. Decisions. Do it, and you're not so, taking Dr. Iggy. Anybody listening, please join yeah. us on this journey. Go
0: <laughs> ahead. So so it's it's very simple. Okay.
3: So who is who is doing talking to me right now, Matt? Let's talk about it. Who is talking? I am talking. Matt, who is company. I? I am Matt. And Matt Faircloth is talking. Matt Faircloth. Okay,
0: where is Matt Faircloth
1: right now? Sitting in a chair in New Hope, Pennsylvania.
0: Okay. So but where would you say in the body Matt Faircloth resides?
1: Ah, now we're getting somewhere. Um it feels like it's in my head.
0: It feels like it's in your head. Yes. So if I cut your arm, Matt Faircloth will still be there. Yes. If I cut your legs, matter cloth will still be there. Yes, and due to certain randomness, even if I take your lungs and stuff and keep your brains there, still fair cloth will be there.
1: Yes, there. I would be diminished. It's a little point. bit. The, the little ego bit. of me would think would think that you're diminishing who I am, or Let's diminishing, say, yeah. or, or in, you're incapacitating me by doing these things. But but yes, yeah. I would still be here.
0: Yeah, but matter cloth will still be.
1: here. Yes, as long as I'm still breathing. Yes.
0: Oh, you're still breathing and you're still there and you you are being well-supported by the best technology in this universe. You've got a dozen of quantum computers and everything else hooked to you. So
3: you are fine. Yeah. Extensive life support mechanisms.
4: Yeah. Take that a step further.
3: Where is Matt Faircloth when uh, he's having a deep sleep? Yeah. I... I... It's interesting. I don't
1: know if we're gonna get into sleep there, but I'm not sure where I go when I sleep. I can tell you
4: okay.
1: it feels like another place, you know. Okay. I, yeah. I, I feel, but yeah. That's,
0: so we we are going to stay away from the concepts. Okay. I see. Just going says, to go yes. directly into the experience of it.
1: Yes. So when Matt Faircloth is sleeping, what's the experience? It feels like a like an alternate reality in some way. Resolution. Yes. There's no
0: Matt Faircloth.
1: That's great.
0: That things are happening.
1: Yes. Okay.
0: And then in the morning, there is an awareness slowly coming to the body.
4: Mm-hmm. It
0: becomes, oh, Matt Faircloth. It's a male. It's a person in Pennsylvania. I'm in the bedroom. I'm wearing this. I'm a male. I've got a wife. Mm-hmm. I've got kids. Yes. And just take a deep
4: breath and notice
3: who is that awareness who is aware of all these cycles and notice that directly? Right. Well, by that, then it's just Matt
1: Faircloth is just the awareness. And even the name goes away too, but just it's just the shift awareness of consciousness. Right, right. Just shift into that for a moment. Yeah. There's no need to
3: analyze it. Just, just watch that awareness, watching awareness for a moment. And just stay there for a moment. And everything will still be fine. You can pick up everything whenever you want to. And now notice that your awareness outside the body and inside the body. And even your memories, even if you want to stretch even beyond the time. and and just come back so what did you do? well that was extremely
1: peaceful and i was able to be way more present in that moment than i yeah. normally am when i meditate and maybe it's because i make meditation feel like a task as you had said before um but there was like a inner awareness that just came out you kind of and and i've gotten to the point a few times in life where you kind of lose track of time. Where like, I, I couldn't have told you how long we sat there. You yeah. know, like how long how much time that was. Can you lose concept of time? You just become present and aware and you lose, you know. What happened of,
0: right now? I don't want to go into your thought, but what happened right now? Just then? Just right now, just your experience.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, there's a very presence now. It's just a
3: nowness kind of thing. I, hey, what I about... Iggy, what do you think? What happened?
1: But to
2: be honest, it felt like there was basically that, and this is going to sound a little strange. Nothing is strange. I wasn't, I know, but I wasn't <laughs> me. Yes. As in, there was no David Iglewoods, I was actually like, I didn't know where my skin ended. Yes. And, yes. Yes. And it was just,
0: I was one. Yes, you're one. That's your state. That's who you are. Yeah. Now, with that in mind, do you really took a lot of effort to get you there? No. Did you have to in your mind, stop your thoughts and stand on a no. and do some mantra job and uh, go to Himalayas or stay? <laughs> no, but I needed your voice. I needed Enough. your voice to
3: get you there. So, to get me so there. what happened was, I just showed you the doorway. And that's the doorway. So you want to go into the bedroom, you open a doorway. You want to go to work, you open a doorway for the work. So when you open a doorway for anything, you just kind of step into it. And that's your ability. That's your inherent spiritual ability. And that's called manifestation. You being what you want to be. And that's the secret of manifestation. Tell us more about that, because I think that, become, I think you're. Uh, I, I want to make sure
1: you go a little bit deeper on that, because I got um, a bit about being present in the moment, but help us tie that into manifesting. Okay. You know, so when you are the results, when you are present, yes, okay? all
0: your boundaries are based in your ego. When your awareness is there. Then nothing else is binding you. And when nothing else is binding
3: you, the whole universe's assets are available for you to make a move. Mm. Mm. And you can take a step.
0: You can just say, Yes, me as a Matt Faircloth is not ready to combine with the one or have that experience. I'm going to design a God, I'm going to just bring that Godhead here, you know, and have him be the witness of this witnessing, you know, or my higher self or the divine self or whatever, or a particular being like Christ or Mother Mary or whatever you believe in, you know, you can have them witness to what you desire to create. And you say, oh, hey, this is what I want. I want, you know, 10,000 units of apartment buildings. And this is why I want it, because I want to look into the eyes of those people. And provide them with the best they can be in their uh, in their life. And I want my investors to be the best, you know, passive income earners. And I want my PM companies to do the best, you know. <clears throat> and all the people, I want my partners to do the best. And if you
3: manifest from that space, there is nothing which can stop. You because you are connected. Is it important when you're in that
1: being of oneness? Yeah. is it important to have a great why as to because you you said some very inspiring whys as to why I want ten thousand units or why you know uh, that inspires me Is it important to have a fulfilling noble why or is it good enough that this is what I want and and I know that the universe is is un. Unlimited, and it will bring me what I want. Is, is that knowing enough? Or does it, do you have so, to have that noble why like you just did? There's nothing noble about it, honestly.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. yeah. So what you are stepping
1: into, Matt, is the judgment. Yes. Okay. Is my why good enough? Is my why good enough? Is my why noble? Is my why? Yeah.
0: If you are sitting, if I open that door for you, I open that door for you to sit in awareness. If you are in that awareness, your why will always be justified automatically. Your
3: desire mm. is good enough. Your desire is good enough. Yes. You are Jim good Keri enough, about that too.
1: <laughs> it, that Iggy? I just said you're good enough. You are good, good enough. enough. Oh, man. This is a... Um, I think that, and this is a slight pivot, but this is this is in there too. Um, Actually, Dealmaker Live, uh, Chander, with another uh, fellow syndicator, we got to talking about comparison of ourselves to others. Because my wife says this is a male thing that happens at these real estate conferences. Well, how many doors do you have? How many doors do you have? I have this many doors. I'm going to use. You know, it's kind of talking about how big you know what is right. Um, And when you hear about people. That have manifested larger businesses, and you know, you judge that to mean more money, more success, and you look at that and you compare that to what you have. It's like, oh, that's not, I have not grown it that fast. Um, And this great, the syndicator that I talked to with this great moment, uh, really life changing moment for me um, about the phrase, I am enough. Right. And to carry that around to say, well, so-and-so has built 5,000 units in the last three years and I haven't done that. And that means he's better than I am or whatever it is. No, I'm enough. And I got a lot of confidence for myself and a lot of peace in that. And so much, Iggy, I even talked about, it. I still may do this. Um, I just got to get the cojones together to do it, which is to get it tattooed on my arm. I was thinking the same thing, but I'm that. means, and, that, means that, that, would be, that, that would not be... I know.
2: Sacrilegious.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's And I don't want to go there, but I don't, I don't want to go there on your faith. But I've been thinking about, seriously, about getting the words, I am enough on my wrist. Because it's such a phrase that speaks to a lot of what I've carried around a lot in my life. And that is the, the concept that I'm not enough, right? Um, and judging my past or that my past has put me not enough or I'm not enough for whatever fill in the gap, right? I'm not enough for what I want to do. I'm not enough for this moment. I'm not enough to have the courage to go and do the thing that I need to do, or I'm not enough to overcome the challenges in front of me. But there's a lot of presence, a lot of uh, self-fulfilling that I have what I need. And in the journey you just took us through right there, Chander, in, in, uh, in, in being in the moment, I am enough for whatever I want. Yes. So let's make it real. Okay, Matt. Okay. Let's get the tattoo. Just, let's not just
0: write it down. Yes. Because when you write it down, you're just thinking that what's written down is separate from you. Yes. Okay. So let's make it real, both for you and for Iggy. Please. Now, I may, be, I may be just stretching the boundaries of
3: your belief systems, but here it is. Any experience you have. So you have to believe that you don't have something or you, you, you have to believe in the existence of something for you not to have it. Give that to me again. So, you have to believe that there's a trillion dollars out
0: there. Yes. For you not to have a trillion dollars. Right. Yes. Okay. That somebody else has it and I don't have it. Yeah. Is you, that what you mean? You just transposed it. Somebody else has it. That's okay. Got it. You have to believe it in its existence that it's there. Mm-hmm.
3: And if you have believed in its existence, it's already in your awareness and it's not bigger than you. Hmm. So it's possible because I believe in it. Yeah. You've already
4: created it
1: for yourself. Right. Yeah. But then you sabotage yourself
0: by saying, no, but I don't have it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, so for example, like, you know, I, I may have, you know, whatever X amount of money in my bank account. Okay. But it's really not there with me right now. Yeah. It's just the same thing. So, the essence, the resources in this universe are there. It's only if you need it, you use it. So, for example, you're not taking your few million dollars and kind of stacking up right in front of you that I have a few million dollars. No, you just go out there, you want to buy a property, you take out some money, you buy the property.
3: Uh So, use the resource to create an experience. Yeah. You know? So, this whole concept. Of,
0: like, me not having it or I'm not enough is for you to kind of believe in it after you have realized that you are enough.
3: Yes. (laughs)
0: Right. (laughs) I love the laughter
2: afterwards. (laughs) I know. It it helps me connect even more.
4: Yeah. It makes it feel more simple. It it makes it seem
1: obvious. Yeah.
0: It's, it's it's so obvious because I have to believe in it for me to realize its importance and its reality and for me to bring it in its awareness.
3: But I don't want to stop there because I want to experience the duality of it. Mm. You know, because I want
0: to see it from the eyes of this world. Because remember, you are the awareness. So havingness and lack of havingness both exist in you. Mm. it's just that you're focusing on this and you're having more of this versus having the, focusing on the havingness.
4: Yes.
1: So if I can put it in my own words, if I see someone else is having something, then the concept of having it is already real to me. And Mm. I'm just focusing on the wrong concept of I'm focusing on them having it. And if they can have it because we're all one in the universe, why can't I have it? You You can have it too. Right. You have to have that belief. It goes back no, to... No, 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 no. This is where You get stuck. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. So, where belief comes in, belief
0: is an act of mind. Mm. Mind is programming
3: and systems which you have put in place which what you have brought you here. It will not take you to the next step. That's where the awareness and trust and some people in religion call it faith. Yes.
0: Okay, that's where that steps in. When you don't have the framework and you're flying the jet while you're designing it,
3: that's where your spiritual essence and your awareness steps in.
4: Mm.
3: Hey, I'm expanding here. So that
0: your whole process of not knowing is not your incapability.
3: It's not your F minus grade. It's your A plus grade which you have failed to recognize. This is wonderful. <laughs> yeah. I'm like blown
2: away. I was, honestly, I was not expecting to get, I I don't even know to call it a word. I was going to use deep, but I don't even know if it's deep. I, it,
1: it's, it's simple. It's shallow. not deep. It's, it's not I, I would call it's the word present. There. I would call yeah. the word present. This is present a very... Is a great Great grounding and this. presence-oriented conversation. And then that. So, yeah, I, I love it. Um, I mean, this is how a
2: one-year-old yeah. thinks. Yes. They must. I mean, we don't really know. But before you get any of these experiences and you get clogged up or you think
3: about those experiences, it. Hmm. it, it Chandler, what do you think about that? Yes. So, you know, like... I, I Again, I want to be. Uh, you know, if you guys follow any
0: religion, forgive me. That's why, you know, I I'm very agnostic about religion. You get
1: it? Forgive me. Get it? Right yes. now. okay. But
0: just uh-huh. forgive me for uh-huh. that. But <laughs> Christ says, Christ said very good things. He said, "Be like a child." Yes. Okay. Now I'm not talking about it from a religious perspective. Bring your enthusiasm. Bring your curiosity.
3: Bring your ability to get a feedback. Bring your ability to imagine. And have it. So it's just like, look at the child. He says, dad, I want this bicycle. You know, maybe this dark blue.
0: Hey, I will tell you a story. Very, very, very good story. Oh, yes. So I was just sitting on my computer. Okay. And my son says, dad, I think we need shoes for our next thing. And I'm like, okay. And... So I'm just sitting on Amazon. He said, I like that one. You know, I, I I think I should have that one. And anyway, we, um, we talk about it and my older one says, yeah, I want that one too. And then we realize. so I ordered the shoes and I ordered the shoes and we get the shoes. Okay. And he puts it on the dining table. He takes them out and lines them up. He loves to take pictures and stuff and how cool they look and all that. And, uh, and he says, and I look at it. I'm like, "Chum, did I order you three pair of shoes? <laughs> and, and he looks at me
3: and he starts laughing. He said, yes, dad, you did. I'm like, you just wanted one. But that's how the universe is.
1: He says, I kept liking it and you kept ordering it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I love how, and and th- th- you've such a good prosperity mindset that it didn't bother you. Um, and, and not that it would bother me either, but I also love how present in the moment and just maybe just enjoying being with your son and him talking about what he liked and you being able to like, that's great. You love those shoes. I love those shoes. Let's do that. So yeah. you just clicking on it. You didn't realize you had done that because you were so present in the moment and just maybe just enjoying your son's affinity. Yeah, it was
4: just
0: a process of ordering.
1: Yeah, that's okay. A lot
0: of the things which we put upon ourselves that 5,000, 10,000, 20,000, 2 billion, 3 trillion, whatever it is,
3: that's the framework we have put upon ourselves. Yeah. So think about the money part, okay? So,
0: you know, like a couple of years ago, I was listening to this uh, whole talk about, you know, political, I don't watch news that much, but, I remember the people talking about, oh, during this president's time, we have got two trillion deficit and blah, 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 and (laughs) there was a big commotion about it, you know, and everybody was like, uh, you know, this is bad. This is, you know, the economists were talking and everybody was flailing around. Are we coming to a brink of disaster? What will happen? Inflation will grow. All kinds of things were being talked about. Now we're way beyond 20 million, 28 trillion, sorry. You know, or something like that, or maybe even in 30s. And, and look at it. It's just in my lifetime, within the last 10 years, how that perspective has shifted. How that framework has shifted. You know, that yes, we can have $30 trillion debt, and we are okay with it. <laughs> so, what it is, is like, when we decide we want to have an experience, we... We want to have just an experience. It's just simply an experience. Yes, the analytical mind will kick in and we'll take care of all the fine details and everything else. Or if you don't have that, you can always hire a professional to do it. But the part is, is if we allow that to control, if you make that the control energy,
3: that becomes challenging for the most. That is powerful. That is super powerful. Yeah. Well, let's,
2: because I don't want to hold up too much more of your time, Channer, because we'll keep talking and we'll keep on going and we'll keep on going. And well, there is no time, Mm Mickey.
1: We're in that. We're not in a time (laughs) space right now. We we have transcended beyond that, my friend. We are just having fun. Well, I don't know if you (laughs) believe that or not, but that is true. There is infinite amount of time. I mean, what is time? Well I, well, I believe, I, I know Chandler, Chandler will probably give me um, my thoughts or maybe, or give me and his thoughts on this too. But I believe that actually in the world of the spirit and the world of the real oneness of being, time dissolves. Time is a human ego invention, yes. you know, and, and, the, and, and so when you get to the world of being, time just goes away. Uh, I have experienced that in life where like how much time just happened and also like the, where does time go when you sleep, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and things like that. So when you become, when you step out of consciousness, time is one of the first thing that goes, first things that goes away. And so that's why I think that time, not to lie, we'll go down the rabbit hole a little bit here. Time is rally. I have seen it to be an illusion. Um, And and that, so really we have as much time as we want. We can make this a 10 hour podcast, but what is an hour anyway, you know? Um, So yeah, I I know we're rabbit holing a little bit, Chandra but do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, so what it is is like the space
0: and time is a construct of mind. no So you create that space and you create that time to have an experience.
3: And you can choose to step into it or step out. The choice is yours. Hmm. And you can step in and out
1: of it. Because I find that, you know, at some point I have to go back to time. Yeah. Right? So to I'll, go back. I'll, For example, I'll,
0: no. I'll take you out of the space and time. Okay. Uh-oh. So let's do, do that. Let's, so for example, I'll, 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 really give, I'll give you another doorway as an experience. Okay. So you can, I, I call these doorways because you can remember these doorways to step into timelessness. So, Uh, Iggy, do you have a kid? Oh yeah, two kids.
3: Two kids. Not kids
0: anymore. One's eighteen, so. Okay, so you remember when they were born? Were you there? Yes. Matt, were you there when your kids were born?
1: I was. Okay,
0: so do you remember when you held them for the first time? Your firstborn in your arm. I do. Yes, I do. I want you to step into that time, Mm. and just notice the feeling. Notice the sound, the voice, how good the body feels and how amazing that feeling
3: is holding your first form.
1: I can take myself right back to that moment.
3: Yeah, just, just be in that moment. Mm-hmm. And just
0: intensify that feeling like hundred times, thousand times. And dial it up to a million times even. Who the heck? You know, if you're having pleasure, might as well have the intensity.
3: And notice that feeling, you know how good it feels just holding son or your daughter
0: and how amazing that feeling was. Now you can open your eyes, come back
3: and just be in this moment. Where was Matt at that moment?
1: Not here. I was, you know, the if mat, there was, was a
3: Matt left,
1: I was just living in the miracle of realizing yeah. that this new only life, the miracle was there. Yeah. Just okay. living in that miracle.
0: That's it. Yeah. And there, there was no experience of Matt
1: at all. No, only the miracle was there.' Mm-hmm. that's, that's the, all I felt. I didn't feel myself. I didn't feel an agenda. No. I didn't feel time. I just felt Amir? Hey, I just felt the overwhelming presence of a miracle that I just witnessed. yeah, Iggy, what did you experience? I think it was love. It yeah. felt like love
2: for everybody, everything yes it, it was just absolute connection.
3: I yeah. can't believe i never go back there. It's yes, it, yes, it's an yes, interesting. So that's the doorway. That's
0: the doorway which has been, that's a miracle which you can use to create miracle anywhere.
3: Because once you tune into that energy, you can manifest that energy. Beautiful. Thank you. Okay. Um, you step I, out of that time. So the time and space, yeah. going back to it, it's a construct.
1: So and what's it so you've shown us two doorways today and I'm sure there's a ton more right Yeah These doorways uh, obviously can be used right what, yeah. when do you find is it most effective for like what do you recommend people use the doorways that you've taught us cuz I could seriously every day I could sit and spend a moment being present feeling the first time holding my daughter or holding as much as you can do right but, it's, but I got to go back. I got to come back and then I got to yeah. have a meeting then I got to do whatever, right? Yeah. So yeah. that tool should be used. Like, give me, I think I, I get it because I experienced it just now, right? But what for what purpose should we use that doorway? Anything. Mm. Anything. So mm. you you have that energy of
0: miracle, receiving yes. miracle and expanding love. You can use for connection, you can use it for, um, you know, you can use it to manifest, you can use it to uh, do anything you want. Because what you do in an instant, you changed from being a limited being to an expanded universal being with a very high level state.
1: And to give you, okay, so I've walked through that doorway mm-hmm. and I'm now one, I'm mm-hmm. the being, I am the miracle, I am mm-hmm. joy. I am. Mm-hmm. There's no Matt. There's no Iggy. Mm-hmm. There's no Chander. We're just. Mm-hmm. I am that miracle, and I am mm-hmm. just present.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, then comes the next. Like, okay, I see that there is a possibility. I want another hundred units, or I want. Yeah. I want enough money to so pay, pay my bills this month. I want whatever it is, units. is at my fingertips, and because I'm just in this miracle. I see the presence, I see the possibility of anything I want. It's in my hand, mm-hmm. right? And is that is that the that that is what I'm doing once I'm in that doorway is just yeah, seeing and, yes, seeing that thing, having that and seeing having that experience. You can add that to your experience
0: already because what happens is that if you think that you want to have it, you will never have it. But if you imagine it already having it and already experiencing it you can create that very really quickly
4: mm.
1: yeah this is uh this is a phenomenal journey that you've given us in the in the um in the ability to just very quickly go there i mean you know and i i've been on things like this that take you through like a half an hour 20 minute meditation or whatever to get to that state but you took us there very quickly and i think that what you've shown me today, and hopefully our listeners and Dr. Iggy in the, the um <clears throat> the fallacy of that it takes time to get through these doorways. These doorways are right there when you want them, and you can go and become one. And and you can, I mean, I can use a tool like this to get present before I have a big meeting or when I'm feeling myself not present. There's plenty of times in my day that I'm bogged down in the weeds or I'm bogged down in agenda and ego and whatever it is. Um, and I find these do- these doorways could be used by me anyway. Uh, Niggy, I'd love to hear what you think, how you can use them or how listeners could use them. But for me, I think they could be certainly to release emotions. Because I can be a very emotional creature. I can be very like, think people are out to get me or someone's trying to screw me or this person's trying to get one up on me or whatever. So to release that, that the fallacies, that false story. Um, and to just be in the moment to release my ego a bit. Um, but also, uh, Chandra gave us a great tool for manifestation too, about using walking through that doorway to bring about what you want in life. What did you get from, this, uh, from the, the doorway conversation? I
4: think that,
2: you know, I try hard to meditate twice a day for 20 minutes. Mm. And I use all sorts of apps and all this fancy, these gizmos, because I think that they're really cool. (laughs) And in about, I, I don't even know if we're measuring time, how most humans measure time. I don't know how much time we were actually meditating when I got to a state where I felt that feeling that I want to feel right now. And it's, it's already, it's part of me naturally to be in mm-hmm. that state. And I got there and it's it felt very fast and it was more refreshing than my 20 minutes of meditation that I usually do. So I'm, I know what I'm incorporating and I, I just need a reminder. I mean, for me, It's when I feel my shoulders, and I knew this from the past. I've been working on this for several years now. But when I feel the tension in my shoulders, that's my my chance to, hey, you need a break. You need to settle it, or you need to connect with who you really are. And so that's my time to open up the door. And it's actually before that time. So that's what I got out of it.
0: Mm. Yeah. And that's, that's interesting. So what happens is that more you step into it, more you step into your awareness, it starts
3: loosening the field. And as you start loosening the field, the grip becomes very loose. Now, I, I'm very careful when
0: I teach this or when I do this, because people have to come to me and say, why don't you write a book or record your audio? Because I usually have to do this while I'm in person with them. (laughs) So I don't leave them at some kind of unknown space where they cannot come back to reality. (laughs) But in general, what it is, is like it opens you up to do anything. You know, you have a multi-trillion dollar machine, which is your body. You don't need any other machine. You have your neurology, which is capable of manifesting and is a great tool to experience life in general. So I think here you are with such a great tool, you got your mind to guide you through your life, you got your body to support you through your experiences. And how do we, you know, it's coming back to your podcast, you know, healthy, wealthy and wise, you know, it's all inherently ingrained in your system. You know, you are already wealthy, you're already healthy. You know you're already wise because you're aware you don't have to become anything else, so that whole burden has to be let down, and once you let go of all that, it becomes very really easy to move through life. It's like mm. a like a very simple movement. it's not complicated. So I see these patients who have a complicated health history and all that they come in, and I say, "Okay, you know I understand it's too complicated. you know if you fix high blood pressure, diabetes goes worse." Fixed diabetes, something else goes wrong, just do one thing, one thing which you like to do, one thing which will validate you as a as a spirit, as an individual. And if it if you love eating ice cream, just eat ice cream, but you enjoy that. You enjoy every spoon of it.
3: You know? And when you do that, it's, it kind of frees you up automatically. Yes. And and that's the part where you want
0: to be. You know, and that's what will create your whole world and, you know, have you experienced wise things? Have you, you know, interact with wonderful people just like you guys, you know? Mm-hmm. means we met, we didn't even know, you know, and then we started talking with Iggy and with Matt at the Dealmaker Live and, and these amazing things when we come together. You know, we all may appear very different, but underneath it, we all want the same thing. We want that moment of quiet and peace. And saying back hello to ourselves and being seen and recognized as such. So the first thing you want to do is give yourself a plus for being yourself. <laughs> and yes, you can be happy and joyful without any reason. You don't have to have a reason to be happy and joyful. <laughs> I
3: love that. Yeah, I, lo- I love that too. I love that too. And... um
1: you know, it's such great tools you gave us today. And uh, we didn't get, and, and listen, here's the thing, you know, we're, we're winding down our our, uh, our show here, but uh, we didn't really get a chance to talk. And I, I I don't think you're, I think you're fine with this. I can tell that uh, we didn't get a chance to talk real estate shop, you know. Um, I think you hear uh, a lot of that. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. We do. Well, well, it's not we do. We try to, we try not to make that a, thought, a focal point of this show. And that there's plenty of shows you want to talk about how big someone's, you know, what is, and how many units they got and, you know, their backstory and whatnot, you know, and and how they got into real estate and how they're syndicating and stuff. There's enough vehicles like that out there. This show is not about that. This show is really about, as you said, the merger of health and, and wealth. And I loved what you said in that the journey to health and wealth is right there in our, in any of our hands, if we want it. And, and I heard that that starts with being in the moment and going to joy and gratitude. And, you know, it's, it's okay. Eating ice cream is not going to kill you, especially if you have true moments of joy while you're doing it. The joy is probably going to give you more longevity than the ice cream is going to take away, you know? Um, And that, and and then the people that I've known to live the longest were the happiest people. You know, and and anybody that I know that lived into their 80s, 90s or 100s had some semblance of joy and gratitude beyond all of it and and confidence in themselves over, over all of it. And they, they, were, they were very likely not cranky, cantankerous people you know, that, that hated their lives. See, people that loved life and were joyous. And then I got that. I got joy today to be um, one of the keys to longevity and prosperity too. So thank you for that gift.
0: Hey, so all within you, I haven't shared anything which you didn't know anything. Uh, yeah, yeah, you just reminded me I knew us. you were going to say that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I knew that was yeah. I, I really, I was, I was just a witness to everything you already have. Ah, I love that. Thank you. You know, there's yeah. nothing. See, that's the beauty of it. So so the secret out of all this, Matt, is the reason we hang out with each other is basically we kind of like have this vibrational exchange. That happens automatically. And that vibrational exchange takes us to another higher level as we sit together. And in olden people, people knew that. They used to sit together for a longer period of time. And they, they just sat. They just chatted about something, you know, non-agenda items. And they just, they just sat in front of a fire. They just sat in front of like whatever it is. You know, they danced, they, they drank, whatever they did. But the whole part was being together. And which together, we kind of enhance our experience.
1: And and that doesn't only makes you 10x, that makes you like raised to power 10. It's fulfilling. It's yeah. fulfilling to be. I find that's not a place where I lose time. It's just being yeah. with people and just just conversing without an agenda and just kind of letting, just responding to what comes out of people's mouths and stories and funny and comedy and all these great... Reminiscing and, and uh and talking about life and living in the moment comes up in, in just being present with people. So um yeah. so it's fun chat. I mean I'm glad we were able to I am too. Uh we're
0: gonna have to have you back. Hey um, <laughs> so in case we fall out of being
2: present, we yeah, he's gives a couple of doorways, Iggy. I mean yeah, honestly then, I, But it, in it, case it, we forget the doorways or so we don't get the tattoo because it's really easy saying this now. Yes. When we're in this state, <laughs> but tomorrow when something comes up, will you be able to open those doors?
0: Yes, you you will be.
2: But
1: that's why we're going to have you back. That's why I think. you
2: yes. back. I bet you there's more. I bet share. you
1: there's. I bet you there's more than the two doorways you gave us today. Yes, I bet you. We just got the prelude. Yeah. Yes. Um. So, uh Chander, I'd love. uh Love to uh, to uh, just have you on again. Seriously, I mean, there's a lot of great ideas that maybe we could have you come and do like an intentional guide. And that was a brief guided meditation you took us through. Um, but I'd love to see if you'd be willing to take us at, uh, Dr. Iggy and our audience through a longer guided meditation. Yeah, we can do some, it
0: just a meditational podcast.
1: Yeah. Just some maybe, ma- and, and some just maybe play with some manifesting and yeah, you know, let's think of the things you want in your life and everything like huh. that. So I'd love to have you. You don't back. have to think of the things. What it is is like, things are
0: already there. Yes. You, know, you just want to. So <clears throat> this is where people get limited. You know. So have you ever cleaned a child's room? Unfortunately, yes. Okay, so <laughs> I I gave away I don't know like ten bags of toys. Okay, oh, yeah. Yeah. so while we live here, we'll have all- immense amount of toys. Yes, you know, the the point is just
3: stepping into the field, and you'll pick a toy and say, eh, you know, apartments, ten thousand units, twenty thousand units, yeah, boom,
0: mobile uh, home parks, whatever, you know, boom, bitcoin,
1: whatever, boom. So you're going to play, you know, you're going to mm. play. It is. We're going to hold you to this. Yeah, I'm going to hold you to the meditation and letting us loosen to the toy chest of life to start yeah. reaching it so and seeing what our it. hand touches. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I so love that. once you're open to that, this whole world opens up for you. Mm-hmm. You know, you. we are not syndicators or we are not sponsors. We just bring people together for, their, for them to achieve their greatness.
3: I love it. Mm.
0: You know, we know a way, we share that in with people And we say, okay, this is what we know. And there's a lot we don't know, but we do our best in that Mm. whole process to deliver the best we can. Yeah. You know, and tomorrow we change it, we tweak with it, whatever
3: it is, but we are doing that constantly. But that's the nature of life. We cannot hold that against ourselves. Mm. You know, so most people ask me, like, hey, you're a physician, how do you do this? I'm like, it's no different, it's the same thing.
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: It's you funny. Know, I I you know I, I ended on this and that your profession yeah. is to alter people's consciousness so yes. that they can heal their body so that doctors can heal their body. Yes. Um and it it's uh it, it's given to me that, that that is what you're doing in another spaces as well, too.
4: Yeah. Um you, no know, you get it. Yeah, no, I <laughs> totally get it.
1: Yeah. There are no coincidences, right? I, I totally get uh, one other thing in that you said you wanted to be a monk when you were a child. And I think that you became a monk as well, because I see that 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 desire to become a monk, it was not unmanifested. So although you are an anesthesiologist by trade and a real estate investor um, uh, by uh, by journey as well, uh, you are also carrying that as well. So I'm going to start calling you the, the monk syndicator or the monk real estate <laughs> investor. Um, Dr. Monk. Yeah, monk. Hey, the The yeah. part it is that real we, estate monks. We all are monks. We have our own monasteries. You know, we all live in yes. our monasteries we create. Didn't you know he was gonna say that, Dr. Iggy? Yeah. That I can't he will not let me put him on any type of pedestal because we all are on that pedestal with him. So I, I love yeah. that. Um well, uh, Chander, I, uh, I'm going to bring you into our, uh, our final exam. And that so some of these questions are somewhat medical oriented. So you'll need to put your anesthesiologist hat briefly on. But no, you won't. You'll just put your monk hat on. These would be better answers if you put your monk hat on here. This yeah. be good stuff. So um, be the real estate monk for us here with these final exam questions as we wind it down here. Uh,
3: what book or film changed your life? Book or film? You know, um, that would be
0: really, uh, you know, it sounds really bad, but I really don't read much. I try to experience things directly. Yeah. And wow. read the book as an after effect. If somebody say, I listen to a lot of books, but uh, nothing which kind of like just jumps out. Mm-hmm. You know? Because what it is, is whenever we are reading a book, We are trying to gather some information, but in that we lose an ability to make it our own. Got it. I am more of like, I will, I will answer this uh, very differently. What spiritual teacher really changed my understanding was, um, uh, there was this guy named John Fulton and in John was kind of like an amazing guy. He's no longer with us, but uh, it's kind of, he had a very interesting. He's with
1: us, Chander. He's just in a different state, as uh, ah, you would say. Yes, yes. Hey. Not in the physical body, but yes, yes he's accessible. <laughs> <laughs> nice. John Fulton. John Fulton.
0: And he, he ran a ministry, healing ministry in California for the longest period of time. And he taught me more about the human spirit than any other religious book I've ever read in my life.
4: Mm.
1: Love that. Thank you. Thank you. That's that's a deeper answer. <sighs> no,
2: I gotta continue. I was writing down notes. This is what happened. I know. He's distracted because mm-hmm. I'm I'm connected now. So what's one healthy habit you wish more of your patients
3: did?
0: Just you know, listen to the body, what body wants.
3: Instead of being competition with the body, just listen to it. If it wants to move, move it. If it wants to rest, rest it.
0: If he wants to dance, dance it. It's mm-hmm. not age. What you do, what you not do, don't put yourself, box yourself in. Just listen to body. If it says, don't eat, don't eat.
3: If it says, eat, just eat. It knows. Just if you listen to it, instead of being programmed, you will be far better. I love that. I have like so many
1: times we eat or we do things that we, our, body says to, our body says, what was that, Dr. Iggy? I said I have no response. I I, I figured something great was
2: coming out, <laughs> and obviously did. That's now, great. Did I did I manifest that, or was it our connection that manifested? No, it you that? both
1: answered that question together. Yes. Right. There you go. Um, what's uh What is one wealth tip you wish you had learned earlier in life? Oh, consistency. Mm. Yeah. There's, there's so much to doing the same, but it just all contributes to compound compounding, which is just yeah. building that momentum of financial growth. Just be consistent. And, yeah,
0: you know, I, I look at my mom, I look at my dad, even I look at these apartment deals. These people who purchased these deals twenty years ago, they may not have flipped that apartment five times, but you know their returns are already three or four times. What they invested in. I buy those deals. I look at the CoStar report. I look at how much they paid to buy it
3: and how much they're selling at. So, just don't run around. Be consistent. Be focused. Love that. What do you do for fun? Talk to people.
1: <laughs> I can tell you enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. you love. Where it. do you see yourself in five years? Just being myself. Yeah. Keep doing this, right? Keep doing right. that. That's it.
2: When you're when you were a kid, when we're talking about a kid, like young, young kid, mm-hmm. what do you want to be
3: when you grew up? Uh, you know, I had no idea. As a kid, I had a very deep spiritual
0: experiences, which uh kind of opened me up to a whole different world. Okay. And and that kind of uh wanted me, the only desire I had is how do they do it? (laughs) So a large part of my life, I kind of spent running around while I had extra time talking to people who do magical and miraculous things.
3: How do you do it? How do you manifest? How do you create? And asking those questions. Mm -hmm. I love that. Uh,
1: You wanted to be a creator when you grew up. You know I mean that that's what i that's what I heard um what is one uh bucket list item you have not
3: accomplished yet in your life uh this this like um you know, so I feel very fulfilled personally at this time mm-hmm. In this very moment. there's no bucket list bucket
0: list is basically you know like a finishing item like finale, a perfect picture I'm more like. I would say the bucket list of possibilities. You know, I do not know what else is about to come. And I'm very curious and very
1: kind of enthusiastic about what should. (laughs) So you want to soak up what shows up with with both hands.
4: Yeah.
1: I love that. That's great. It's, I mean, these are all great answers. And, uh, uh, you know, a lot of people that live in their future think more about what they want to be in five years or what they want to accomplish, or I want to climb Kilimanjaro or whatever it is. But you're, you are so present in the moment that I get the biggest joy you get is living in the moment. And what you want for five years is to keep living in the moment. And what you want to do, uh, as your bucket list is to keep living in the moment and keep, uh, to keep taking with both hands what life gives you. So, yeah, I, uh, I, I, I feel all that coming from you. Thank you. Um, we will absolutely have you back on the show uh, to do the meditation idea, to do some other manifestation concepts and and uh, to talk whatever whatever the moment brings. Uh, but until then, how do folks that would like to reach out to you, hear more about you or contact you, how would they do that? Well, they can
0: email me, you know, basically team at Blue Ocean Cap. And blue is B-L-U. There's no E in it.
1: and. Uh, the best is to text on that number. Oh, yeah. You- Which is text you at 817-601-15... No, it's 5591. What? 817-601-5591. My eyes are failing me. Thank you. <laughs> 817-601-5591. Uh, they can text you at that number uh, or email you at... What was it again? Team at... Blueoceancap.com. Blueoceancap.com. Um uh, well, thank you, uh, Chandra. This has been hey, phenomenal. This is you really been. Guys, big...
0: have fun, and I'm glad we could connect, and be blessed. You know, yeah, you be
1: blessed too, brother. This keep is, keep uh... creating trouble. <laughs> 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 that's, hey, no fun without trouble, right? That's, that's how we. That's how, like, I end up my
0: talks with people who I reset it to the present moment. Is like, go out and create
1: trouble and we'll still be talking again. <laughs> yeah, well, that's great. Makes life interesting, right? Yes. It's cool. yes. very easy for us to do that. Yes. We can do that and quite a bit. I yes. have a lot awesome. of fun, guys. You know? Good stuff. All right. Yeah. Well, Chandra, thanks for being on the show. Okay. Uh, it's a pleasure. Until, until we speak again, brother, thanks for being here with us. Take care. Have lots of fun. Bye-bye. Thank you. <sighs> <laughs> Man, <laughs> Dr. Iggy. Wow, man. I, I, I think I, I, need, I need to get a ladder to come down from the cloud that I'm on right now. What do you think?
2: Yeah. Are we on the cloud? Were we I always there? Maybe we are. Yeah. I mean, don't you where feel very calm and at peace right now? Like normally after an interview where we're pumped up, we're energized, but this is a different kind of energy. Yes. And it's it, it, not just spiritual. It, do you feel like, I mean, you're enough. Cloth. I don't need the tattoo enough. anymore.
1: I might still get the tattoo because it'd be kind of cool. Well, but... I'm going to remind you about that all the it's time. time. I, I know. I wish you could get it. And I respect that you can't, but I, I wish you could. Um, but I, but now that I know that, I've gotten these tools with these doorways and things like that. There's a lot of great conversations that he gave us. I, I sure hope our audience got what I got from it, which is just, just the tools of being present in the moment. And um, about just uh, being able to just, and how quickly I can get to the moment right? uh. So yeah, that was phenomenal. What's like a big takeaway you got? The biggest, I was searching for, and it was really for selfish reasons.
4: Yeah.
2: Uh, how he does it and how he, I mean, he, he works incredibly hard in the sense that you're switching from anesthesia to real estate investor, to father, to husband, and he's clicking back and forth and he's how always has a smile on his face and he always looks rested. Yeah. And I, for me, if I don't get eight hours of sleep and that's me, not the spiritual side of me, and it's me as in what I thought I was, I'm tired sometimes and I mm-hmm. get tired and I express that I'm tired. So I'm going to try to open these doorways. I actually not going to try. I am going to open these doorways when I get those feelings and I'll tell myself if I need, if my body wants to rest,
1: rest. Yeah. If it wants to go, go. So that's what I got out of it. And you, you probably have these moments where it's like, man, I'm so amped up, but I know that I need my eight hours of sleep and to go to bed. I need to be in bed by 9 PM or whatever, but I'm really amped up and my brain's not stopping. So what he's saying is if the mind wants to go brain, body wants to go, go, Maybe there's. I heard Wayne Dyer say this: that um, that if you get woken up by the spirits of the night at 3 a.m., don't go back to sleep. The universe is something it wants to tell you: get up. You know, if you can't sleep, don't sleep. Maybe there's something you need to do. Maybe there's some being you need to do. And if you need to sleep, sleep. So, um, yeah, that was a uh, a great tool about just listening to your body. And I've. I've been guilty since I met you I've gotten more into things like intermittent fasting and just being more intentional with my eating but there's been so many times dr Ricky, that I sat down to a meal and I was not hungry and I ate a full plate of food yes you know um so it's it's about like just okay you know just don't if I'm not hungry I'm just not gonna eat you know that's okay I'm not gonna eat because I'm supposed to or I'm around a bunch of a bunch of other people that are eating I'm gonna just Oh, okay. I'm not, I'm not hungry. I'm just going to honor my body. So that was such a great gift too. a lot of great gifts. Um, I love the meditation idea too. We should only have back on for doing a meditation, uh, manifestation, uh, exercise So stay tuned guys to, uh, for that. Um, so that's what we got guys, Dr. Riggy and I are going to float off on a cloud together and, we're going to go and, uh, you know, go, go sit yoga style somewhere. I might go do some yoga, actually. I kind of feel the calling to do that, actually, so just to know, move my body a little bit. Um So uh, that's today's show, guys. Check us out at mattandiggy.com, mattandiggy.com to hear more about all the cool stuff that we're up to. Check out our episodes, join our mailing list, uh, do all the coolness that we've got going on there. We appreciate you guys listening to this show. Um, And uh, this has been a very special episode. And it's it's touched me personally. And I know Dr. Iggy has done the same for you. So we hope it's done the same for you guys. We appreciate you being with us. Dr. Iggy, take us home. Open those doors for yourself. That's all I got to say. Have a great week. Cool. Thanks,
2: guys. Thanks for listening to the Healthy,
1: Wealthy, and Wise Guy Show with Matt and Dr. Iggy. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you like what we do, please check us out at mattandiggy.com. Thanks for listening again and have a great day.